Are you recording? Hello. Is me you're looking for? I can see it in this podcast. Welcome to Rules as written as they are. The writ- rules. <laughs> the ones that have been rules transcribed. <laughs> Welcome to episode 2 on magic. We are going to teach you how to cast some spells. You're welcome. Time to do it. Time to actually put the Time to become a man. (laughs) Or a woman. And no, this is a sexist (laughs) podcast now. Prestigitate some balls. We're not even cis binary. We're just... (laughs) (laughs) We're unary. Nah, you can be whatever you want. Alright, this one's for the bananas out there. (laughs) We are looking at casting a spell. We went over the basics of magic. We're going to look at casting a spell this week. I think we're going to cut this into two hearts, which two I feel kind of bad about because last week we said we'd do one big bumper episode, but it's going to be a little too big. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure that we get the care and attention that spells deserve. That's why you're my friend, Jay. <laughs> Only in the space of this void outside of this, we have no recollection of each other. <laughs> so for this episode, we're going to choose a spell. Legend Lore. Legend Lore is a spell that tells you stuff about something legendary at the DM's discretion. We're going to be using this spell as a kind of example spell. It's a level 5 spell, so if you want to go find it, go pull it up. We'll wait. Follow along, boys and girls. <laughs> So it's a level five spell. It's in the player's handbook. You should be able to find it. So you will notice that it has a casting time. Before we go into this casting time, maybe we should talk about the casting times that are possible. Yeah. So a spell could be cast either as an action, which it- Most spells are actions. Almost always is, yeah. I wouldn't say almost always. Usually. Um, The majority, definitely. Which is straightforward, Mm -hmm. right? But then there's bonus action. So if you cast a spell as a bonus action, this means that you're casting it super fast. And interestingly, I mean, while you can, in the turn economy, it means you can cast this spell as a bonus action. It also means that you cannot cast another spell during the same turn. Yeah. Except for a cantrip with a casting time of one action. And I don't know you about you, JT. <laughs> But I think that's really Toby fucking lame. And he's ready to fight everyone at Wizards <laughs> of the Coast. Late, late, okay, yeah, sure, balance, okay, whatever. But it's so much cooler if you can like combine them. I've had Cast players. Cast spells a turn. I've had players and like the wheels are turned, like they they know that their turn is like a make or break turn. And they're like looking through all their spells and they're what like the things fine too. And they're like, oh my God, I can do combine. this and this. And I can, and then it's like, uh, actually, you have to, uh, you can only cast one spell per turn or you will be over your fun quota. Yeah, that's what you sound like so- when you quote rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if we have rules is written. I guess it depends on your game. If you yeah. have the kind of players who are like more into doing that and you don't think it'll break your game, I think that that's good. Yeah. You can probably also have a campaign where you're playing with a bunch of people who might totally abuse this. At which case, you can start quoting some rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think any DM should be open to it. Yeah. I, I feel like this there's nothing horrifically broken you can do with it that you couldn't break with other combinations. Yeah, you'll have to see 
yourself, I guess. Like, if someone finds a way to make this, like, totally broken. Yeah, I think at that point, it's just, like, the DM just can make things harder, yeah. I guess. And honestly, it's not really something that comes up that yeah. much at all. You're still using two spell slots. Does depend on how creative your players are and how yeah. much they have read those rules. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. The other one, which is... Reaction. Yeah, that's... You don't see that too often. So some spells can be cast as a reaction, and that means it's even faster. Counterspell is kind of a classic reaction spell. The fastest spell in the West. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing spells between other spells. <laughs> other people's spells. Yeah, so this also means, though, if you cast that bonus action spell, mm. if you're doing the rules as written, you can't cast a reaction spell. Yeah. But if you do have a reaction spell, it is pretty fun to use those, like, counterspell. Yeah, although there's so few of them. They really don't come so off that often. Yeah, yeah, it's usually like reducing damage and stuff. Yeah, it's the ones that make sense too. I yeah. think they're all like, this usually spell defensive. wouldn't work if it wasn't reaction. Yeah. There's not many which are like, ah, why not use this? It's really like, they haven't just thrown you that bone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, otherwise it's the... pretty straightforward. Yeah, those are the three things you'll find in combat. An action, a bonus action, or a reaction. Unless it takes a longer casting time. That's, I mean, these are the kind of things you keep for outside of battle. Yeah, but if you cast like... it in a battle, <laughs> there are rules for how you can do that. So in our example of legend lore, the casting time is 10 minutes. Yeah. So you're in a battle and, you know, it's not looking so hot. Mm -hmm. You need to know some stuff about legend <laughs> that will be integral to defeating this BBG. <laughs> I need to know it now or in 10 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to wait 10 minutes, each round is six seconds, right? <laughs> So <laughs> you spend you spend that many of your That's 100 actions. You, turns. You spend a hundred turns just well, casting the spell on each one of your actions. At which time you are concentrating, and at any point your concentration can be broken, which we'll talk about <laughs> you later. Take any damage. Yeah. Over a hundred times. <laughs> Protect the wizard. He <laughs> cannot fail in getting the legend. A good, like, that's a good encounter, actually, isn't Maybe it? Maybe you could build an NPC around this yeah. concept. You know, there are rules around it. I don't know if you could figure out how to make a hundred. Maybe there's a more reasonable spell casting time. Like one minute where you could fit that in. A hundred turns. <laughs> but that's how that works. So they are concentrating and they would have to go through those rules, which we will talk about later in this episode. Okay. So yeah, longer casting time. Try not to cast them in battle. I don't know anyone that is like, even if it's like a one minute cast time, you don't see many that are like 12 second cast time, like two turns. Yeah, it's usually one minute, 10 minutes, or like an hour. Yeah, so I don't know anyone who's dedicating 10 turns to a spell, let alone 100. <laughs> There's somebody out there, and this <laughs> let episode- alone 600. <laughs> it's, it's calling you out and saying, go for it. <laughs> so those are your cast times. What's next on the agenda? Range. Yeah, we're gonna talk about range too. That's pretty straightforward. We've kind of talked about this with making an attack. So there's there's actually three sections to range. Mm -hmm. The first is the intuitive one where it's like your spell, like fireball, has like a range and it has an yeah, amount and of you're feet. Throwing it. Yeah. And it just has that range, like a bow and arrow type of thing. Right? Yeah. And that will just be something that your spell says. Other spells can have a range of self, mm -hmm. which means that you can only cast it on yourself. Yeah. Or touch, which means that you can cast it on something, something you're touch, touching. Including yourself? Or you, <laughs> JT. I touched JT, that was the... Appropriately. <laughs> he says. But... <laughs> there was consent. 
It was all in the eyes. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> there's also, I think the thing with range, and it's something we're probably gonna come on to next episode, is spells have different shapes like cubes and cones and circles and spheres. Yeah. That's something that really affects range. For example, fireball has a circle within a set range. Right. So you're kind of making two measurements there. You're making the range measurement, let's say- For the say, epicenter of the- Yeah, for the epicenter of the explosion. Yeah. So you're, you're making two kind of ranges there, as mm -hmm. it were. And the radius of the explosion. Yeah, but we'll go through all the different shapes, I think, next episode. Yeah. Also, there's targets. So mm. you can either target... Usually, you can only either target a creature or a surface. Yeah. So, like, with Fireball, you're targeting a surface. Yeah. But with something like Magic Missile, you have to target a creature. It's true. You technically... Yeah, you have to target a creature. Yeah. But, I mean, fluff, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, everything is up to the DM's discretion. This game is made up and everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> You're destroying our MOs. <laughs> Focus rules. Rules matter. Rules so, matter. Components. That's what's next. Components, components, components. You will see a little components section of your spell. We've gone over time. We've gone over range. Components. There will be one, two, or three. Some combination of three letters. The first letter you might see is V. V. Is for verbal. <laughs> <laughs> so, verbal, I mean, it's what it is. Yeah, you've got to be able to say true. something. Yeah. But it's. You verb. <laughs> that, that feels like slang, but I don't think it is slang for anything. I'm <laughs> verbing. Stuff. It's We're close to vibing, stuff. I guess. We're making stuff. We'll find uh, a trend. But there's something like you've got to be able to speak. Yeah. People forget this a lot. People forget the kind of components a lot. They mostly focus on the M, which we'll get to in a second, but V and S are underused, I think, often ignored, because if you are silenced in any way, you can't cast any spell that has a V in it. Yeah. Well, V in the component section. If it's got V in the title, you can still cast it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is something that a lot of people might forget, mm. mostly like, that's something that you can use to your advantage if you know that there's wizards. This is why the spells. number one counter to a wizard is a sack over the head, mage hand, a sack over the head, Binding verbal, yeah, yeah. They're, they're gone, can't do nothing. Yeah, and we'll go over the next section where that's extra useful, <laughs> but with verbal it's just, you know, make sure that you can speak. Role playing potential for this is, there's all of this potential to be making up magic words for spells, baby. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you could be like Pokemon, just say the name of it, right? Or... <laughs> Maybe this has a feeling that erupts out of you. <laughs> There's no specifics as to what it has to be. Just as long as it's, I guess, this is what it means to you, right? You were the magician. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of roleplay potential. Untapped, I feel. Yeah. In the what magic a, words, the verbal. What a valuable resource that is not being utilized. I think maybe even less utilized is the S, the somatic. Somatic. Which is... A word that I learned in D&D. &D. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of words we learned in D&D. &D. Um, yeah. A gesture, a gesticulation, yeah, you uh, move a move your with your hands. Basically, yeah. You've got to be able to have at least one hand free. If there's an S in your spell, you've got to have at least one hand free to wiggle it about. 
Yeah. Flip someone the bird. Yeah, that's your, that's your spell. Yeah, again, role-playing potential. Yes. Maybe that's how you fireball. But little birds. Yeah, if the hands are tied, then you are cut off from, like, most spells. Yeah. Like, if you want a way to take down a wizard, gag him, tie him. So then that's why shit. sacking the wizard can be very powerful. Most, yeah. if not almost all spells will require at least verbal or somatic, if not both. Yeah, and I mean, the ones that don't require material, which is the final one. So material components, these will be something that are a little bit more like, you have to read each individual spell to know what it requires, if anything. Mm -hmm. So there's two types of material components. Yeah. There are the types that have values associated with them, and then the types that don't. So the types with values associated with them are things that you need to have explicitly. Yeah. The ones without, you can replace with an arcane focus or a component pouch. Which most classes start with if you're a spellcaster. Yeah. It can yeah. be something to consider, like, with arcane focuses and component pouch, another kind of potential thing is that, like, if you lose that, or if you remove that from, like, big bad wizard guy, that reduces yeah, a lot of the things like, you can spell do, Yeah, spellcasters are powerful, but they have a lot of weaknesses. Every spell requires at least one of these. It's a really powerful thing to be able to use, to be mm. able to, like, you know, really imagine what it requires to cast a spell and then try to exploit that. Yeah, I think that is definitely something people completely glaze over in the vast majority of games. Yeah, and it might not be something that seems readily available, so a lot mm. of DMs can, like, figure how to make this sound significant as well. Like, maybe their component pouch is just a little sack that they keep on them. <laughs> just you a know. little sack, mate. Little you just slight sack. hand that sack yeah. away and sack. they're fucked. Give their sack. <laughs> just tap that sack. <laughs> just give that sack a little fondle. It's your sack now. These material <laughs> components can also either be consumed or not. Yes, that is something that's key. It'll tell you in the spell. They'll be consumed. If they're consumed, they will pretty much always have a gold value next to them. Yeah, and this sounds like something that be, can be kind of overwhelming, I think, to manage all of your materials and stuff. Yeah. But when you read through a lot of your spells, you realize that like they're usually not too complicated, especially on the lower level ones. Yeah, definitely. Um, and a lot of times, once you have some of the components, you just have it. Not everything is consumed. And the ones that aren't consumed, you have probably have with the spellcasting focus. Yeah. Or the component pouch. If it is consumed and you need to buy it, you can basically think of it as like a use. So you could, you, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed because they just have so many different things that they need. It's like, oh, I need sticks of incense for this. I need diamonds for that. I need a black pearl for this. And you can just cut all of that and just say, I want to buy three of these diamonds, three of these black pearls, three of these things, and then just mark them down as uses. Like, I have three uses of legend lore. You don't need to worry that it's incense that I need. It's just keep it as a use. Yeah, that's a good that's tip to be able to... Uh, affectionally. Functionally. <laughs> Could be both. Effectively. That's what I was going for. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. They're just, they're just uses. So don't get too overwhelmed by those. Yeah. And your spells don't change super often for most classes. Yeah. That's so true. you'll be able to kind of familiarize yourself with it as well. Yeah. There aren't too many that actually require things. There's only a few per level, really. Duration! <laughs> Duration! <laughs> So, what is duration? Oh, we should talk about the material components for legend lore while we're here. We should. I'm sorry I shouted at you all. It's okay. I'll <laughs> I'll forgive you on behalf of everybody listening. Thanks, everybody listening. 
So for legend lore, as an example, mm -hmm. this is a fifth level spell. So, you know, it requires We put it on our big boy pants. It has somatic mm -hmm. and it has material components. So we need all three. And the material components are an incense worth at least 250 GP, mm -hmm. which is consumed. So, so that's, that's your use that thing, yeah. Each time you cast it. And then it has four ivory strips worth at least 50 GP each mm. that are not consumed. So those won't come in the component pouch. Because they have a value. Yeah, and you need to find them. You can't use your spellcasting focus. You've got to go out, find them in the wild. A lot of DMs just give them to you though. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, you can, you can win. It doesn't hurt to ask, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to find two sets of things for this spell. You've got to find those ivory strips, which once you've got them, you've got them. You've got them forever. And then your incense is like your uses. Yeah. When you buy uses, when you buy incense, sorry, you can just mark them down as uses. Yeah. Duration! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, what durations are there? It's the length of a spell. It's how long a spell lasts for. Yeah, so a lot of spells will be- Instantaneous! instantaneous. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ready, just like that. It's just, it was instantaneous. <laughs> oh, that Toby cast surprise. Not funny. <laughs> so yeah, many spells, I think, most spells are instantaneous. I think also something that is very key to note is that if it's instantaneous, it can't be dispelled yeah. with dispel magic. You can't- It just happens. Yeah, you can't like see someone healing and then dispel that magic because yeah. it's instantaneous. To dispel magic using dispel magic or any other similar effect, it has to be something longer than duration. instantaneous, yeah. something with a duration. So then that means if it has a duration, mm -hmm. it requires concentration. Concentration. So in legend lore, it takes 10 minutes. So you, you go wade those 100 rounds. Not all of them require <laughs> concentration, actually. That's worth saying. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. There are things with flying or invisibility. One of them doesn't require. If it has a duration, it doesn't automatically require concentration. No, concentration will be a thing in the spell itself. If it doesn't say concentration, then it doesn't require concentration. You can have duration. Blindness deafness is one that has a duration of like a minute mm. and that doesn't require concentration after you've cast it. Zone of truth. Zone of truth. That's definitely, which feels like it should require concentration, yeah, but it doesn't. That's 10 minutes, I think. Mm. There's, there is a few, there's a few for each level. Sleep is one. What are some other common ones? Feign death. People don't use feign death enough. Feign death is fun. Uh, I die. Gears <laughs> 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 as well. Teleportation circle, yeah. So there, there is a list of them. They are about, they exist. Spells Fame death will be one that if you play Divinity on Lone Wolf, you'll be very familiar <laughs> <laughs> So, should we go over concentration again? Right. So concentration is something that means while you're holding the magic of this spell together, mm -hmm. you are vulnerable. Or while you're casting. Or while you're casting, in the case of it has a casting time. Yeah, if it's a longer casting time. Yeah, if it has a casting time, you're implied concentrating on it. Yeah. Uh, if it has a duration, then you look at the spell to see if it requires concentration. Mm -hmm. First off, you can't cast two concentration spells at the same time yeah. while you're concentrating on one. You can't have one that requires a concentration, a continuous concentration. So that'll be in the duration, not just the, if it's got a longer casting time concentration. Yes. If it has in the duration, the concentration tag, you can't have two effects 
going so while the same you're flying, time. you can't also make yourself invisible. Yeah, because they're both because concentration they're both duration. The second thing that can remove your concentration is taking damage. That is the biggie. <laughs> Every time you take damage while you're concentrating, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Mm hmm. Or what is that? DC. Is there a set DC? The DC is either 10 mm -hmm. or half the damage that you take, whichever one is higher. Which can get brutal in the later levels. Yeah, which. Really uh, yeah, right? Like, it can really make sense because it's like, oh, you're like getting blasted in the furnace of a dragon's mouth like yeah it's kind of hard to like you know maintain there concentration comes, there comes 82 damage hope you can roll a 41 <laughs> yeah so that's that's the big thing that can remove your concentration being incapacitated or killed that's also <laughs> yeah if you need there. if you need us to tell you that if, uh, um, well, that's what we're here for <laughs> if if you need us to sell it that's what you we're here for and also if there are environmental effects that like make sense. This will be up to the DM. So there yeah. will be some things that happen, like you slip down a ravine or something. Yeah, the uh, maybe the you'll have PHB to make gives the example of being in a ship on a in a roaring storm, being tossed and turned. Yeah, I think it's worth touching on what doesn't break concentration. Mm. Things like taking actions. They don't break concentration. Yeah, like you can still fighting, you can cast moving. other spells. Yeah, you can even cast other spells as long as they don't require concentration. As long as they don't require concentration. So casting another spell requires concentration can break it, but if it doesn't require concentration, magic missile. You can go back up to the section on um, casting time. You use your bonus actions, your reactions, and your actions to cast spells. <laughs> you know, you can do that while you're concentrating. Definitely. If you're a DM, I would definitely encourage kind of being flexible with casting times and maybe even sometimes some concentration spells. Because there's things like Gias, which is concentration for 30 days, a mind control thing. Hey everyone, Future Toby here. Gias isn't a concentration spell. Shit, but the point still stands. And that's gonna kinda suck to not be able to <laughs> cast another concentration spell for 30 days. It's like, I don't know if it's important to the story and your players are hung up on it, maybe you just like forget about it a little bit. You know, forget about it. Yeah, I mean like in the theater of the mind, you can probably, you can always invent some reason why like, you know, I, I think it's important to make this like, a, there's a reason why you don't have to concentrate necessarily for this, like maybe. I would definitely say in my experience there should be a reason but only if the players ask if the players don't question <laughs> it don't don't go out of your way to explain it because chances are they won't notice when they come back to the gears person after like fighting a dragon or whatever and they're like you're still geared aren't you and then you'd be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, all right carry on <laughs> just like yeah don't rock the boat right <laughs> carry on um i think that's pretty much it that is everything in this section for the part one. Yeah, we are going to come back. Next time we're going to look over the schools of magic. Um, attack rolls, saving throws, targets, areas of effect, combining magical effects. Yeah, the good Ooh. stuff. Dig into it. Nice. But until then, until next week, take care. Au revoir. C'est la vie. No, that's... That's such is life. That sounds very dark. Yeah, I don't want to end of, on that. Yeah, it's um, ominous when you say that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>